empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. I am so delighted to have you as part of this podcast conversation today. I find myself with a few days at home right here in Nashville, Tennessee, and it is beginning to look like fall. I'm so, so thrilled. It's just beautiful here this time of year. And I saw a quote earlier today that I just fell in love with, and it reminded me of this fall season. You know, people could look at it and say, well, everything's dying off and turning brown and the days get shorter. And, you know, maybe summer is your favorite season. And don't get me wrong, I love summer. But listen to this quote. It said, there is something beautiful about it, the ending and beginning of things. And isn't really that's what this season is. It truly is representative of the ending and the beginning of things. I certainly sense that even just in my heart. And I'm wondering how many of you that are listening feel the same, that there is this beautiful spot that we're in of the ending of some things, but the knowing that there's new beginnings coming. I want to talk a little bit about engaging in that process on this podcast. And I just believe that the things we're going to talk about are going to shine a light on maybe making that transition from that place you're in right now into some of those new beginnings. What I love about the idea of new beginnings is that they don't happen outside of us. They don't drop on us just like something falling out of a tree. In other words, new beginnings don't happen autonomous from us. They actually require our participation. And as sons and daughters of God, I know that that is so very much the case. Because part of our natural nature is to create. And just to kind of connect it to a wider sense of the purpose of God for all of us as Christ followers and as believers in him. The truth is the problems that need to be solved in our world right now are not going to be solved on the level that most people are living at. It's going to take somebody who's thinking on a higher plane and from a higher place. Natural problems being solved by spiritual solutions, or if I could say it to you this way, the answers to natural problems coming from a spiritual place inside of you. I think about in the Bible, in the book of Mark chapter Four. And these vocational fishermen were out on the water and this massive storm erupted and they could not handle that storm. They could not survive it. And here, you know, this is what they do. I mean, this is their vocation. They had been through storms before. They were supposed to be equipped with answers. If anybody could survive a storm, it would be these guys But even in all of their experience and all of their education of what they knew, they could not handle the storm that they found themselves in the middle of. I'm wondering how many of you are thinking, wow, that sounds a lot like 2020. The experts simply just don't seem to know exactly what to do or how to bring swift 
solutions. Just like those fishermen needed Jesus to rise up and speak to it, our world right now needs you and I as representatives of him to be able to tap into a spiritual place on the inside and bring solutions for what people are dealing with right now. Not solutions in and of ourselves, but solutions that come from him. You see, inside of every single one of us is a production center. And this actually happened when you got born again, when you became a new creature, as the Bible says, in Christ, and you gave your life to him. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, and Again, in chapter 17, it talks about how the kingdom of God is on the inside of us. The kingdom of God is his way of doing things. It's his whole idea of how life should be. And you know, when you think about the word create, really, it just simply means to bring something forth. I'm sort of tying all of these thoughts and ideas together. And what I'm saying to you is that as a son and a daughter of God, out of the kingdom of God that we are a part of now, we begin to bring things forth. We are on a mission every day of our lives to be fruitful, to bring things forth. But how do we do this? I mean, we all have full plates in our own lives. We have things that get thrown at us. I know I've talked to so many people in these last few months, wonderful, faith-filled people, and they just say, Jen, it just seems like I'm fighting battles on every side. And boy, I have been there. I can totally sympathize with that place. So how do we handle all that life is throwing at us and have space and create real estate for God? How do you want to use me to bring something forth through me? I believe the answer is found in the book of John chapter three. And it says, beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You see, I'm just going to cut to the bottom line here. What I have discovered is that for all of the intents and purposes that God and his kingdom have for bringing his kingdom through me, my soul has to be grown. My soul has to be strong. My soul has to be healthy in order to collaborate with heaven. And that's what John, the writer, is telling us, that there is the will and the desire of your Father God for you to be prosperous and be in health, to be whole and complete. But all of that is going to transpire in your life to the degree that your soul is prospering. What do I mean by that? Most of you probably have heard before that our soul is made up of our mind and our will in our emotions. I love the way that the Bible just spells it out. The soul is the seat or the originating place of our appetites. It's the seat of our emotions and our passions, what we have passions for and what we're passionate about. It's the seat of our mind. It's the activity of our will and it's the activity of our character. And so John is saying, look, all of this is the will of the Father, but you're going to walk in it to the degree that your soul is healthy, that your soul is prospering. So how do we function and work within our soul to grow our soul and have a healthy soul? I believe the key is found in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 13. And it simply says, this, every plant that my father has not planted shall be rooted up. 
there is almost this reverberating sort of heart's cry within those words that I don't know about you, it just comes up out of me. It's a cry in mind that says, God, anything in my soul that my father did not plant, God, root it up. Root up what? Root up thoughts. Root up beliefs that are not planted by God and are not of his kingdom. Root up images in me. You see, the enemy works against us and he makes a play for our soul because his idea is to keep his image on the inside of you to keep control of you. If he can keep his demented or insecure or broken down or not enough image on the inside of you, then he can control you through it. That's what makes Matthew 15, 13 so powerful. Every plant, every image that my father has not put in me, God root it up. This is so important because, as one author put it, our perceptions return to us exactly what we perceive. Wow, I'm going to say that again. Our perceptions return to us exactly what we perceive. God knows that we come to him with broken places in our soul and with images on the inside of us that are not of him. And you know what I love? That that doesn't freak God out. That doesn't simply disqualify us from working with him. He knows he's got to get those images out of us that are not of him and get his images within us. So the word of God is the number one tool that he uses to do this rooting out process and get the right ones in. You see, the word of God is the seed. And when his word is planted in us, the root is good and the fruit is good. I have discovered in my own life that I can grow my soul. I can move up. I can get strong in my soul exactly to the level of the word of God that I'm sowing in my heart and the word of God that I'm speaking out of my mouth. This is how I get the right root and the right fruit. Because remember this, fruitfulness is a law. It always works. Matthew 12 verse 34 says it this way, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you and I are going to speak the image into the soil of our heart. And once we speak it into the soil of our heart, the soil or our heart knows what to do. What does it do? It produces it. Because on the inside of us is that production center that we've been talking about. So I want to just challenge you and encourage you with just a few thoughts. Number one, don't be discouraged. Don't count yourself out by the current condition of your soul. If there are areas and things that just seem to perpetually or cyclically trip you up, hey, welcome to the club. We've all been there We're there right now, but understand that God's desire is to participate with you and I in engaging in this Matthew chapter 15 work. Every plant that the Father has not planted shall be rooted up. He doesn't expect us to do it alone. It requires our participation, but he does it with us. And when he does it, he brings his grace and his empowerment to change. All of this is so key and essential because even as we're coming to the end of such a year like 2020, there are a lot of things that are coming to an end, but there's a lot of new beginnings beginning. 
And listeners, I want you to be in the most glorious, productive place in your soul. That you are living in the satisfying days of your soul so that you and God can go about producing all that you are meant to to bring forth. I don't care what age you are. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care if you're widowed, divorced, married, single. I don't care if you've got gobs of money in the bank or if your 401k has been wiped out. I don't care if you feel like you're in overwhelming days of raising a family or you don't have any family around you. It doesn't matter. All of these outside things, what matters is the inside of you. And when the inside of you is aligned with your father's spirit, soul, and body, that is when you and God can begin to bring forth his kingdom in the most beautiful ways. And I'll tell you what, the possibilities are endless. I'm so excited for you about this time that we are in. And I know it's been tough. We've all been there in different ways But I just want to remind you that the goodness of a God stands strong and true and that you are utterly surrounded by it. Let God begin to go to work with you and through you and see brand new days of his kingdom, his righteousness, his rightness, his peace, and his joy take root and bring forth fruit in your life. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast this month. We count all of our listeners as dear and precious to us. And we're so thankful to be a part of your journey. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. And while you're at it, maybe go and check us out on YouTube. You can find me there under Jen Tringale. We are putting out new content as often as we can, all just to be a blessing and a help on your path of destiny. You can visit the website at jentringale.com and there's more resources and tools available for you there. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.